Hello and welcome to When Will It End? It's a movie podcast, Yar Mateys, Allo Poppets. We're here, number five, baby. He died. Goodbye, Poppet. Hello, yeah. There should have been a goodbye, Poppet scene. Hello from the Poppet side. Goodbye from the Poppet side? Goodbye from the Poppet side. Yeah, this is When Will It End? When Will It End? We watch a whole series of movies, and what do we tell them? Mm. We tell them, well, you like to say they're good or bad. I don't even think we should say it. Yeah, we're, whether they're good or bad, whether they add or subtract. Yeah, each each consecutive franchise film, does it add to the world? Does it make it better or worse? Should you sit down to watch an entire series in a very short amount of time like we do? Mm-hmm. Bro- uh, broadly, no. Yeah. I think that's the, the, the experiment we've discovered here is that like uh, it's very strange to watch like three of these movies in a day or more, which we have. We yeah. uh, famously watched the entire Shrek series in a single day. <laughs> it was a strange move on both of our parts, but we, we got through it. And uh, yeah. we, I think we both felt a sense of satisfaction and completion. Yeah, last I told night. my dad about it. When you <laughs> we finished the Pirates movies? Yeah, he gave me his, uh, my first hug. That's beautiful. Yeah. yeah. He's like, wow, I'm so proud of you. He shed a single tear and said, I can die now. My boy is going to be all right. We trapped that tear in a test tube. Just like Barbarossa, he was like... Let's not talk about that. You're my treasure. (laughs) A treasure. All right. So we watched the final. The final mall. And given uh, the current legal status of Johnny Depp, who's locked in and out of uh, legal battles with his ex-wife over abuse claims and counter-abuse charges and libel, and uh, he seems like a barely functioning alcoholic who's broke, his life is a mess it seems like he's done some bad things i'm not i am not rooting for johnny depp to return to the screen he needs to take care of his business johnny if you're listening buddy why would johnny be listening i don't think he's wouldn't that be incredible if johnny depp were listening between you and me i don't think he's listening if you are listening johnny seek help um but yes this is a, a dead men tell no tales can we finally get to i don't know if we really mentioned it how infuriating the titling for this series is yes you pointed this out the so in the third film at, at world's end there is no pirates of the caribbean title card which was great yeah i'm more just saying literally every time i'm like all right which movie do we watch next i have to google pirates franchise and then figure out what the next movie is because wait hold on i just put in the four or the five or the three i just that's what i do. i'm saying either way you have to google it because i'm looking at a stack of blu-rays and it's like yeah, it is. It is admittedly ne- obtuse. You can never find the date on a on the back of a Blu-ray. Well, Criterion yeah. does it right. They put the runtime. Okay. Yes, Criterion year right on the front okay. of the box. Okay, okay, they're good. They do good work. What the um, fuck? They so do good here's work. Here's my thing. The thing with this series, what it. makes this even more frustrating is that if four is the most episodic of all of these, in that it's essentially just like a Jack Sparrow fanfic romp. We're back into the world of, like, from the get-go, you really need to know what the fuck is going on. Because, like, scene one of the fifth movie, it's the child of, of Elizabeth Swan and Will Turner trying to summon up the Flying Dutchman to see his, his barnacle-encrusted Orlando Bloom dad. So right out the gate, if you don't know what's happening in these movies, you're like, wait, what the fuck? Yeah. Why'd the boy Let's drown himself to find the boat? Briefly mentioned that last week, our uh, big complaint of this movie that it was trying to do what the previous ones had done but couldn't and was really bad. And they left out all this like overwhelming exposition, which in most movies is bad, but somehow they work really well. 
Well, this movie, and I would, I would go as one. I fucking love this movie. It might be my favorite of the series. I really enjoyed it. And they do the exposition of all exposition, the MacGuffin of all MacGuffins, the Deus Ex Machina of all Deus Ex Machina. Keep going. What else? They introduce the the. So okay, so first off, you pointed out how cute this is. At the end of the fourth movie, Penelope Cruz says something to the effect of. She, when she's when she's lying to be well, like we, we make sure that lying. when she exactly when, to make sure that Jack stays in the island she's like I know a treasure that controls all the seas all the powers of the sea and he's like fuck you and then she goes I have a, your your baby and he's like fuck you I gotta go um, so this movie um, er, relatively early on the the spawn of the you know iconic romantic couple of the first three films says the exact same phrase talking about the new item that we're all excited about in this movie the trident of Poseidon wah, wah, wah. which by the way this movie does talk about the grave of Poseidon and I was very confused because it implies that Poseidon the god of the sea died at some point he did why that seems weird to me the god of the oceans is dead he's dead man he's a god yeah I know but I weren't you I was got a little obsessed in like middle school with the idea that god maybe it's I think it's because I read good omens whereas like uh gods die when they don't have anyone to believe the in terry them. pratchett neil gaiman novel not everyone knows this bullshit that we read as children yeah uh, it's a tv show on amazon prime which means also probably people don't know what it is and uh if you're not getting a big old taste of michael sheen yum 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 i want a big old taste of my how do i get a big old taste of michael sheen watch good omens yeah watch masters of sex yeah that watch sounds 30 better rock where he plays wesley snipes which is amazing weird Remember, you watched that run, 30 Rock? Don't like 30 Rock. You're missing out. It's because you're not Jewish. Um, he's amazing. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Right. Okay. So, no. Um, yeah. yeah. So, this movie, we're all we're all up in arms about it. the new thing that's going to solve all our problems, the Trident of Poseidon. And the reason I think this is a, magi- like a magical moment for exposition and complete bullshit plot devices is that they're like, this Trident will undo Every curse, you know, the fucking dozens of curses we've detailed in this series, the like curses upon curses upon curses. Yeah. Guess what? We found the one thing we can clear the slate. Everyone's going to be fine at the end of the movie. We just got to find this fucking tribe. That makes sense. It makes sense. It's a God's power. It's a God's power. It's like, it's the thing where like in any other movie series, I'd be like, well, this is like, talk about a fucking like absolutely the most convenient plot device of all time. But in this, you're like, great. Did you call it that yet? The ultimate plot device of all ultimate plot devices? I just did. Okay, well, I just want to make sure we add that to the list. Yes. But I'm saying, like, in this, like, they find a way to, like, just re- hit a reset button. And so this is the shortest of the five movies, which we desperately needed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's the shortest. You yep. told me that. <laughs> well, it's got to be true then. I know. I do like your natural skepticism kicked in with any of my claims. Like, I don't know. <laughs> but, don't yeah, know. that's honestly a really, because I have a very bad memory. Sure, sure, sure. So if, if I doubt anything you say, you just say, oh, you told me that. Okay, I'll good. Go, oh, yeah, forward. you're right. You're right. I'll use it to gaslight you on any number of issues. I, you know, I don't even care. <laughs> I love being right that much. Right. I won't even care. Because all that will really gaslight me into thinking is that I'm right. It's true. With, with the way your ego is arranged, it's a very nice, neat little trick to say, it was actually your idea. And you're like, oh, what yeah, a good cool. idea. That's great. <laughs> That's a very clever idea. Oh, just a quick salsa report here. We weren't eating salsa during the movie, but Charles still managed to not make a mess. So I'm proud of you. Well, yeah, that's right. Because we had huge amounts of Taco Bell. We ate a, a fucking king's portion of Taco Bell. Because well, in this movie, we we get to see. So now Barba, Barbosa is, is now Barbarossa, Barbosa, 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 Barbosa,
Barbarossa is now king of the oceans. We only seen five of them, Josh. And now he's rich as shit. And there's a really great scene where he's just sitting around eating shit with fucking what, <laughs> tweezers. tweezers. Yeah. Well, like a, a like a, a string quartet plays for him. Everything's covered in gold now. It's a trio. Jeffrey Rush is a fucking treasure. Mm. And he learns at the end of this movie that his daughter's a treasure. But They give him a Logan. They Logan him in this movie. But what we learn is that he is the treasure. It's, yeah, it's, oh, it's so beautiful. I feel like if all of America ripped out their hearts at the same time. Simultaneously. It would turn into Jeffrey Rush. That would be the most beautiful of all. Do you think that's how he was born? He was ripped out of something? What's, what year was he born? Jeffrey Rush? Yeah. No, vamp for a minute. I'm wondering if perhaps he was born during like the Great Depression, during a period of, you know, a lot of people killing themselves. You know. Popular. Oh my God, wait, this is huge. He's Australian. What the fuck? He's not even American. I didn't think he was American. I thought he was British. I thought he was our treasure, Josh. He's the our treasure. treasure. Let me see. You can't he's, let Australia. He's have never him. won an. Yeah, he's won an Oscar. Whatever For what? Uh, so first off, he, he was what born more? in 1951. Okay. So he's 68, which so he's a treasure who perhaps is fast. Sexual misconduct allegations? No. no Jeffrey, no. fuck. Hold on. The story. Okay, so inappropriate behavior on stage with the co-star during the Sydney Theatre Company's 2015 production of King Lear. The story contained no corroboration for the allegations mm. that they received a complaint of alleged sexual harassment by Rush. Wait, what? He, Aaron Jean Norville, who had started Cordelia, in? no, alongside Rush, alleged the actor touched her inappropriately without her consent. They had fallen into the toilet during an after party. God. Jesus. God damn it, Jeffrey. Ugh, what? Ugh. Yuck. And he suffered worst of all. He suffered from anxiety, insomnia, and a loss of appetite. Wow. To the allegations. Oh, no. Wow. That's... This is a long and complicated. This went to trial? Wow. Wow, what a real bummer. So at the end of the day, it was uh, it, it actually just this April. This is crazy. Just April 2019, the trial ended in his favor. He was awarded money like in a libel. He won his libel suit against, I think, the paper. Weird. I don't wow. know how I feel. Well, I'm glad he's Australian. Oh, but you know how, that, para- how that, that subsection of his Wikipedia article continues? Further allegations. Further allegations? Oh, no. Yeah, L. Stone accused Rush of sexual misconduct in twenty in December 2016 during Diary of a Madman in 2010 and 2011. Yikes. Jeffrey, what the fuck? Men are dog shit. The yeah. industry is garbage. This is bad. We were talking earlier about how we're, we don't have any friends in the industry to help our podcast get more popular. But They're I'm- probably going to try to finger us in the bathroom. Yeah. That's, that's what it seems like is going to happen. Guys, don't-, don't get into acting. No. It's a Sucks. Mindfuck. Jesus. Fuck. Well, well, the wind's out of our sails. That's good. We'll have to find another tack. Yeah, good. It's all sailing stuff. Did you grow up sailing? No, are you fucking kidding? <laughs> we, went, we went fishing a few times, but like, I think that's the extent oh, yeah? of that. Yeah. I hate fishing. Why do you hate fishing? It's boring. Well, I mean, I mean, that's the whole thing about fishing. I mean, that's like, you have to really get into the groove of fishing. I mean, you've seen Serenity. <laughs> I mean, I might like it now, actually. Sure. If it weren't so violent and cruel. Well, speaking of violent and cruel, we, we've talked about one sex criminal Johnny Depp is is actually fucking great in this movie. Yeah, we we kick things off with a real. We actually so we talked. You, you mentioned this. Yeah, this movie does a lot of things we rarely have seen before. Where we actually see Jack Sparrow doing a crime. Yeah, yeah, it's it was it was really weird because I was like, wait, why is he doing pirate stuff? Because we've never seen any of these pirates do pirate stuff before. And it's weird now in retrospect that we almost never see them doing actual normal pirate stuff that's not related to elaborate. 
myth or mythos related like you know rites and incantations yeah it's sort of like fast five and right. that it like freed this the series from being just about like car underground car shit and butts yeah we see a dumb heist yeah we see a heist I'm like wait these guys are actually really good at robbing shit maybe the series could be about them robbing shit instead well, of they're actually quite bad at robbing shit as we've discovered are they well they don't they get, get away with it oh in this movie exactly yeah it reminded me of cowboy bebop and like they always do this thing and it sort of works and then they end up with zero and they have to just wait for the next one. Oh god life as a criminal yeah. crime doesn't pay they were bounty hunters they're right well they steal, was... they, they steal a whole building there's this really great bit one uh jack sparrow cucks a guy <laughs> the guy's like kill that fucking pirate and that whore next to him they're like that whore is your wife and he goes like no lucinda and, and Sparrow's like, I'm fucking wasted. And a very, very true-to-life performance as a drunk, yeah. as a drunk middle-aged man. Um, uh, Johnny Depp is actually kind of – has it dialed in. I think for the first time in five movies, he, he nails Sparrow in this, which is like – He does nail it. I get it after this movie. He nails it in this. Yeah. But he you – know, like it's weird that he somehow didn't really he, – he seems kind of out of it in three and four – and this one, he actually, I think it, it, it feels very real. And again, so we talked about changing directors. We're done with Rob Marshall, that trash man who made the fourth movie. He was bad. He was bad, movie didn't work. Now it's like what a strange team of guys who have not really worked on a lot of fiction. Like, action. It's certainly nothing of I mean, they're scale. all fiction. I looked them up. Uh, I They just make like biopics and things based on real events, but they're all fictionalized. Um, so this, I guess, was right in their wheelhouse, as you said, that this is also based on... Real events. Blackbeard was a real person. We learned all about him last week on the show. Yeah. Edward uh, Teach. So same with Salazar is probably a real person too, you know? You think so? I mean, I'm just using... You think uh, the ghost the ghost Spanish Armada Admiral is a real guy? Just using the transitive property. Okay. From... But hey, who plays him in this wonderful movie? Javier Bardem. Ooh, looking great. Uh, not quite as good as, you know, uh, as a bad guy. He's played a lot of bad guys since... Uh, no Country for Old Men. But I don't sure. think anyone will quite beat that. Quite get to that same level of menace. Yeah. It was I don't quite like good that in, movie. You don't like that movie? I don't like the movie. Wow, you don't like that movie. Why not? It's so. It's just so joyless. Like, I'm not sure what the message is other than that, like, life is cruel and random and, like, faith has no role in life anymore. It's like, okay, Clark McCarthy and the Coen brothers did a circle jerk and we're left with the movie so profoundly dispassionate. Like what's, what I'm honestly asking you, like what's the point of the movie? Uh, I mean, I think it's that we should like each other a little more. I don't get that vibe from that movie. <laughs> I know I talked to my dad about this a lot, and he's like, "The Coen Brothers are so cruel all the time," and I'm just like, "Yeah, I feel like when you have to endure cruelty, it might make you realize that cruelty isn't that great," and and you know. It could be like yeah, I think they're very they're moralists ultimately. I think you're right, but I think of all of their movies, that one to me seems like we're all the, every character they start with is a piece of shit, except for the wife, who of course, of course, she has to die. And but it's like in many of their movies, cruelty is this mechanism of learning and and comeuppance, like Raising Arizona, like you know Hail Caesar, like A Serious Man. Those are amazing movies where cruelty is used towards something. Ironically, intolerable, intolerable cruelty is a Fresh ass movie that I wish they they I think they hope I haven't it. seen it. It's very strange. Yeah, it's like a courtroom farce from the forties, but like it's. I mean, weird. they did a couple of those. They did the the one with Tom Hanks, right? 
Oh, the, uh, Lady Killers. Yeah. A, that's a remake of the Al Guinness movie, also considered one of the worst. Yeah. Of their, ooh, they do this sometimes. They slum it in the weird comedy world, and it, I, I haven't actually watched either of those. I don't. They're not good. But um, uh, well, I guess what I'm trying to say is that like their cruelty in some movies seems to like really be towards some sort of moralistic goal, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. And then No Country for Old Men, it's like all these trash people die violently because they're awful, and then the wife dies too because it doesn't matter, and there aren't good guys, and there aren't good endings, and Tommy Jones wakes up from a dream. He he lit a fire the way they used to, and he and he passed me and he told me to follow him and I I said I'd follow him and then I woke up. Great ending to a, a movie that's so disappointing to me. I remember that the, ending is exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, I guess so. It's but about like, like it's called No Country for Old Men. It's like this weird look. It's like a MAGA thing. It's like this thing like we used to have ideas of how to be real people. Mostly men. We used to have, I'm just going to say that. Kirk McCarthy's like, we used to have an idea of what it was like to be a man. And now look at this place. I just want to fucking die and be with my pap on a horse. Yeah, but I mean, okay. That's an old man idea. Like, it's, it's, yeah. not, it's not that interesting to me. That's what I'm saying. I think that's like Cormac McCarthy's idea. I think the Coen brothers just made it a little bit looser. It was like more about like, you know, the way people sort of glorify the past but also are scared of what's happening now and there's like very little connection in this crazy world called america that's beautiful when you put it like that yeah i don't know maybe we gotta can watch you, it again can you tell me i'm right you're right do you know if it's my idea it's your idea thank you for gaslighting me so beautifully you're so right and it's so your idea wow Mm, that's beautiful. We're, we're talking about pirates, oh, Of course, right? welcome to When Will It End. This is, of course, Pirates of the Caribbean 5, where we talk about uh, No Country for Old Men and other Coen Brothers pictures. Um, yes, no. So I, I think we loved this movie. I don't want to speak for Charles. I think we, we had fun. We laughed. We laughed the most watching oh, this yeah. of all of them. I they, think they go for jokes a lot, and they land a lot. Well, we're definitely going to do our... This is a thing we do. So if you haven't listened before, we do do this. This isn't one of those joke things we say we do because we think it's funny to say things that we don't do as a thing we do. Sure. We do this. Yes. We rank it. And at it was the your end. idea. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. It's a really great it idea. It was so good. Yeah. I think that's oh. a good idea. Yeah. Okay. Hit me uh, with it. Uh, I'm glad you remembered that because um, I didn't remember that. But it's nice to hear. It makes me feel good. Uh, we're, we'll late. You want to do it now, or you want to do it later? The ranking. I, w- I want to stew in it a little bit. Okay, we're gonna rank them later. I feel like I have some hot takes coming in fast. Yeah, I, I did a lot but of I reading do... of other people's rankings of this series, and also I want to point this out. And, and again, this is an ongoing investigation of essentially how franchises exist in our world, and. On Rotten Tomatoes, which I'm not using as the grandmaster of all critical approval, but I'm just saying it's a useful amalgam for like generally where people fell on these movies. The order of the, of the movies is progressively worse and worse and worse and worse and worse and worse and worse. That's what. So critical consensus, as put together by Rotten Tomatoes, starts with like a high of like maybe a seventy three percent for the first film, sure. and it goes down like a twenty nine percent for this movie. Which, wow, this is interesting. Which goes to show, I think, a changing cultural trend where this was, again, one of the early 21st century major franchises that spanned like over a decade and this got was so expansive and wild. And I think critics got exhausted with it just yeah. as this era of franchises started to heat up. This one maybe felt to them tired and old already because it began so fucking early. Yeah, I, uh, I think this was also my idea, but I think this was uh, Disney's first big franchise i mean i know that they you know capitalized on animated movies and they definitely did like dvd stuff but i think this was this is and you know i could be wrong 
You're not wrong. Where's yeah. this going? <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, but like this is their first, this was it. This was their big venture into, this was pre-Marvel. Uh, you know, things like Terminator. All there, there were things before, but Disney hadn't really gotten involved in... Well, and also the Gore Verbinski trilogy really feels like the first three are sort of self-contained. Four yeah. is totally out there. And so this is like, they're getting, they're, they're dipping way back into it with this. And I, I kind of admire that. Like, this is a real return to form for the entire franchise. Yeah, but I, I think what this podcast is, this podcast is really fun. And one thing, one thing that I, wow, you're just laughing at me. I know, I know. Cause I can say whatever I want, man. This is my show. It's not your show. It's Co- my get show. To this it's much, what's, the, the, what's the end of this? I'm the co-EP. Get to the end of it. You were both EPs. It's very real. Wow. Okay, cool. We're tied. Yeah. Uh, maybe I won't get to the end of it. You'll go sit in my room. You don't have a room here. Fuck. I got that pizza. No, the pizza box is gone. Pizza box is gone. I used to play with that thing. There's a, a pizza box full of debris in the office. What I was going to say is that I, I this this show has taught me to like really not trust film critics because I don't think they know what the fuck their role is and what the fuck they're talking about. Okay, I think you're dead right because I think a lot of the attitude we confront in reviews about these movies are like, huh, here they go, trotting out another one. Do we really need another one? More it's pirates? Like, it's like, we need it. another movie, well, well, so why yeah. not make one of these? They're going to make more movies. Lean into, like, it's it's here. Yeah. Like, meet it halfway. Like exp- And, like, again, I think the idea that you can watch these movies in order and think this is the worst of them is insane to right. me. This is it's a Jaws four situation all over again, where it's like Jaws four has this, you know massive problems, but like it's not that bad. Yeah, Shrek three, it's cool, easily better than the first two Shrek movies. But I think that 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 lazy fatigue of like, oh, here's another one, and I think that that is like gradually changing with the MC, through the MCU. I think because I think so like too. because of the crescendo of Infinity War and Endgame. I think it's changing how people, how critics are like responding to these things. Yeah, because like, oh, these can go interesting places dramatically. I think what was lacking here was early, and it also was based on a theme park ride. So there's not a avid fan base of gross men who are stomping their feet, making sure people give it good reviews so they make more of them for them. I think you're right because it's so untethered to some sort of like, you know fetishized source text. It actually has this weird freedom to do all kinds of stuff, like introduce the Trident of Poseidon, where no one's going to be like, well, that wasn't in the fucking 20-minute yeah. ride. It's like, who gives a shit? <laughs> no one fucking cares. Yeah, and yeah. it's it's cool, and it's also just based on pirates. Right. Which a lot of people love, right. and, which and I it's think, totally understandable why this film series is so financially successful, because I have friends that will fucking literally just watch pirate shit. Because they love pirates so much. Well, and I think you hit on something good here, which is that this strikes a tone between. I don't want to use Rob Marshall's the other poll here, but basically it's Gore Verbinski and the rest of the world. And this is nowhere near as fucking insane as a Gore Verbinski movie. Yeah. Or, I mean, because certainly compared to the, nothing will compare to the third movie, which is like a monolith of fucking inhumanity. But this one like has plenty of like hoary, gory, like, you know, ocean stuff and, and, and pirate lore. And yet is not like quite as balls to the wall, like shrieking at you as a Gore Verbinski production. <laughs> so I think it's a nice, like it feels like a, like a rogue one style. Like, oh, we can enjoy this universe, but not like it's not overbearingly produced by this one vision who maybe made it a little much. Yeah, I agree. I do love the way Gore Verbinski worked with these series, but this was the most enjoyable, I think. No, I think number two is the most enjoyable. That one had a lot of fun. Two has the best set piece of the entire yeah. series. I think I think the, the island sword, three-way sword battle is incredible, and I, I don't think we ever got back to those heights. But I think this was good as an end to a franchise because we've sort of been talking throughout the series that 
these movies keep ending. I'm just not, I'm just gonna. Can I do what Jaws four did to Jaws three and just wipe four right out of the out of canon? Well, three was oh, oh in this series, yeah, yeah. Oh, I mean four. I mean other than that cute little one two punch of the powers of the sea line, there's like almost nothing from four. That's yeah, wise. is there any plot that? Basically not. Okay, great. So we're just gonna rip it out because yeah, I just want to talk about the series trash. and it was garbage. Yeah, but the actual series, these movies keep ending and. No one really is happy or satisfied. They just sort of have to keep going. And I think especially for a movie about, you know, endings and mortality and, you know, losing stuff. It's good that Verbinski never just like gave the characters what they wanted. And I liked, but to flip that, I like that this is the fifth movie. Probably not going to get another one. Everyone's satisfied at the end of this. And it's like, feels like this is the final culmination where we do get to see some sort of relaxation and just sort of peace everyone sort of has a little bit more peace at the end of this movie yeah okay so you know barbosa finally you know you know he dies saving his daughter from death and it's a beautiful gesture of fatherhood it's sort of an unexpectedly emotional beat for that character and it really works amazingly um and it's brilliantly right. acted by sex criminal jeffrey rush remember I mean, when i said last episode that they should have had something where a father who throughout the series had been sort of dead and not caring chose to give up his life to save his daughter. Right, because that was the major weird shitty problem with the characterization of, of Blackbeard. Yeah. Well, hey, they did it in this one. You were right. Hey, remember when you said that we should have more sharks? There were sharks. Hey, remember we when I said they should have sharks. more fucking walking the plank and more cannonballs? There was keel hauling. Got all this, this yeah. shit. There's an 18, uh, 18 ball joke that's some ball jokes yeah. back yeah um also I, I i there was we saw a flashback in this and also we talked about again just we, you just hit on something really good there where the big problem with blackbeard is he's very tonally inconsistent it was very frustrating um it kind of sucked as a father and a villain in this movie salazar by, by bardem oh, yeah. is a fucking brutal nightmare bad guy from the get-go we don't hear stories about his badness he's just a fucking monster and it's awesome yeah and you see a flashback about his monstrosity and in that flashback, we see another first for the series, which is we see young Johnny Depp. We see young Jack Sparrow wow. become Jack Sparrow. Yeah. So in, in showing Salazar's ruthlessness as like a living admiral, it's a it's a beautifully used example to like show us young Jack Sparrow. So like again, as far as like I complain about Ford being too much fan service, as far as like, oh, Jack's just being wacky and saucy or whatever. Yeah. And it sucked. And then we learned do we learn on air or do we do this off air that we learned that he just like wrote the whole show? We talked about we... this in the last episode. Okay, like yeah. he eventually was like, Oh, what if Jack did this? They're like, uh, okay, Johnny, like stop yelling. Um but in, in this <laughs> More one, wine, here's a bottle. It's not so much fan service as like, yeah, like what was young Jack Sparrow like? Why is he called Jack Sparrow? And then the fact that Salazar is so uniquely tied to his own like mythos makes it a really great way to finish what seems like the arc of Jack Sparrow on the show. Yeah. The show. This show. It feels like a show. When we watch them like this, it's like we're watching a, 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 a HBO series run horribly amok. You know, I, I said show, too. Yeah. We both said show. Is life not all a game of show? Uh, yes, I'm not yes, sure. Yes, makes you think. Should I just say yeah? Makes you think, doesn't it? It was your idea. Oh, yeah, then sure. Yeah, so makes what, sense. So what did you think about the origin stories of Jack Sparrow that we finally see in this? Well, I think the flashback was a great call. I feel like that's what Four was like. Four seemed to spend an insane amount of money and not show us anything. They describe all this shit that we don't see. Like, wait, why can't I watch that? And this movie very simply just shows us that. Yeah. It's it was, like, why did no one think of this? It's like, I want to watch Barbosa get his leg ripped off. 
please when, off screen especially, why especially now that i know that he's a fucking monster he's shit. yeah jesus god i loved his little fucking diamond encrusted leg this was so funny. I think this movie found a way to take a lot of the debris from four and do a real like one up on it. That was delightful. But like, seeing Barbosa like fully decked out with his diamond studded <laughs> golden peg leg was fucking pants. funny. <laughs> it's such, everyone was dressed so dumb on his boat. It's really great. Yeah. Well, that's one thing we've never talked about was at the end of the third one, those two British soldiers became pirates, which is wonderful. Then they're like Jeffrey Rush's uh, right hand man right and they're the, the, the two guys who Jack Sparrow deceives almost instantly in immediately. the first film right? they're like they're the they are heroes they're lifers in this fucking series yeah. they have made it through a real fucking Wait, journey how many people have been in all five I off the top of my head just Jack Sparrow and Jeffrey Rush Jeffrey Rush and Gibbs Yep, Gibbs. And then these two clowns. These two fucking numb nuts. <laughs> and they're great. They're really great. They seem like the kind of like British characters. Oh, wait, where they weren't in four, were they? I don't remember. Fuck. Man, four is a piece God of shit. God damn it. Four Just ruined rip, this. We're ripping four right out. But, it, but also, I think like this movie, I'm so happy this didn't suck. Because it's like, we, often people are like, should I actually watch these movies? And sometimes I'm like, you know, honestly, I don't know if you have to watch all four Jaws movies. They were all, like, they maxed out at B minus, I think. So like, but, like this was like, no, if you actually got into one and two and three, like five is like stunningly, like it's really satisfying. Yeah, and this is why, go back to critics, like they basically convinced me that, I, I, who cares? Why should I go see this thing? Well, you were talking about your own relationship. I don't want to speak for you on this, but like I think there's this idea of like, oh, but, you know, pop culture, the old machine, they churn out the turds and the dumb turd eaters eat the turds and I'm too good for that kind of thing. I'm no turd eater. You've told me that many times on and off mic. I'm no turd eater. Yeah. Yeah. But you're but, saying this is, you know. Yeah, this this is another. I love this podcast. <laughs> you hate me right now. No, I love it. Every you. time I say I love this podcast, you're like, love why you. is he saying that? Can you just get to the fucking point? Much like the, for the missionary character in the fourth film, I believe even you have value. Wow. Despite the low rung of society you inhabit. Okay. Yeah. Bartender. Yeah. Ugh. <sighs> The service of bars? No, thank you. I wipe them down. Do you spit on them? Spit on them, wipe them down. As as a bartender, I I want to get back to your original thing, but as a bartender, do you watch these movies and be like, I wish I was a pirate bartender? No. I really like my clientele. Yeah. People that enjoy craft beer are nice. You complain about them all the time. I don't. You really do. That's bullshit. I do not. You're like, these craft beer motherfuckers show up and yell at me and they're fucking wasted and it's their excuse to be alcoholics. This is sad. sad. And they yell at me. This isn't real. Fake news. Yeah, fake news. Like fucking President Cheeto Trump. Yeah, he's all about fake news. Yeah, he hates it, but also does it. It's fucked up. Wow. You're you're just like the people that he hates. Yeah, Jews. And I'm just like him. White? Wow. I didn't know I had so much in common with the Drump. The Drump dog. Finally, yeah. someone with balls. Yeah. Okay, but no, so you, yeah, you, you, you said saying, you saw someone with a bumper sticker? Yeah, said, we were in Connecticut and drove by some dumb piece of shit in a pickup truck with a Trump 2020, finally someone with balls. Jesus. I bro- I drove by someone that had a bumper sticker that just said, not my president. And I was thinking, that's beautiful. You can just leave that on your car your entire life. Yeah. I do like, I do like people who are like, eh, no thanks. But no like thanks. everything, like it's like hot take. You fucking hate everything. Wow. Yeah. So that brave. was me. That was me back then. This is a good segue. Listen to this. Okay. That was me back then. Hated everything that people liked. But because I love this, not because I love this podcast. One of the reasons why I love this podcast, it is forcing me to get down on my hands and knees and watch pop culture. 
And it's good. It's great. It's Who really knew? fun. Well, here's the thing. I think, like, you know, often, you know, I think there's that, that, like, bloated big picture, you know. But, like, no, sometimes people lavish care and attention on these things. And they're, right. one, totally crazy, like, th- like at, the, at World's End. Or, B, they actually nail it. And, and this movie is, like, the leanest of the movies. Well, other than the first one, which is, at this point, looks like, like child's play compared to how absolutely the movie insane. child's play? Yes, because there is, of cool. course, the, the talking uh, murderous doll in the first film. Yeah, um, we never talked about it, but it's in there. Yeah, Chucky's in the first movie. Go back, rewatch it. You forgot, probably. Um, no, but this one, like, you know, I think it, it, it combines that sort of, like, it's a big budget picture. It's definitely, like, you know, this big franchise movie. But it's, it's again, at two hours, it, it's shorter than most of the movies we've watched for this entire series, other than, like, our initial run of mm. Mike Myers' tight 90s films. That's true, which is most of our series. That's true. I miss Mike. We yeah. still have no. You don't. Don't imagine say that. if Mike was in one of these. Oh God! Don't like, say that. And this pirate farts into his own turds. He's Captain Turd Eater. <laughs> I'm Captain Turd Eater. I thought I was uh. Captain Turd Eater. You're in my heart, Captain Turd Eater. <laughs> Is that yeah. why you thought of this character? Uh, yeah, it's a yeah. clever man. Do you picture me a, a, a tattooed, a thin tattooed gentleman as Captain Turd Eater? No, if, if Mike Myers is doing it, he's got like you know, yeah. he's just covered in actual shit and like. Yeah, he's probably got a big belly. Like one of those Monty Python sketches where in retrospect, you're like, oh, they're just covered in poop sometimes. Yeah, yeah. like real poop. Actual human fucking feces. Yeah, because it was BBC and they couldn't really afford anything. So they're just like, they had to shit in each other. Look it yeah. up. Google it. Um, no, okay, so I guess like, you know, we're, we're at the point where normally we'd be asking, starting to get to the when will it end question. And just for the record, right now, it's extremely unclear what's going to happen with this series. They could go on with that Johnny Depp, which honestly, it's fine. We've gotten more than enough Jack. He seems like a piece of shit. Let's just move on. They, I don't think they can write that much more, Jack, because four was so bad that clearly even that effort, I think, is is for nothing. But at this point, would you watch a sixth film? Mm, I'd watch it, probably because you'd force me to. But I don't yes. really want one. Okay. I think this is a really nice ending. Mm. I think this is like we've talked about TV shows already today. Yeah. I think the TV show curse is that it creates a long, like they're longer than movies that right well i'm on just tell me i'm right yes you're right yeah longer than movie research yeah so in the same way that this is like basically the length of at least five movies probably closer to six i'm looking at the grand scheme of things here the full arc and i feel like we've hit our first full arc and now i'm scared they're gonna have to come up with something else and it's gonna be more jack and it's just like i think this is good well, I let me ask we, you this. We got to it. We place. get a little Orlando, a little Kira. Clearly, neither of them wanted to do too much in this movie. They're in it for a pretty... Kira is barely in it in Orlando Bloom. Uh, does she have a line in it? She hugs. That's not a line. It's not? Or, Orlando has two scenes, well, three counting the extra... The, the, yeah, it's a very dad-centric film. A lot of dad talk. But, like, I don't think they want to do these movies anymore, even though they, they hint at a Davy Jones return in the after credits. Yeah. I would watch more villains. I think what I've learned from this is I would love to watch a villains-only movie. I mean, isn't that what we've been watching the whole time? No, but like full... Like, I want more Davy Jones. I want more Barb... Well, See, no. I don't even consider Barb Davy Jones to be a villain. He's a misunderstood... He's definitely a villain. Do you think he's a villain? He's a misunderstood villain, but he's absolutely a villain. He's oh, definitely... Wow. I, I see him as the same as everyone else. I think because he, like... When, like, he worked for the Dutch East India, Com- East India Company, he slaughters people, he enslaves people. I think, like, he more so than the other characters. Like, Barbosa's, like, a, sh- a shitty pirate guy, but, like, he didn't, like, enslave the high seas and entrap people in purgatory. Like, I mean, he sort of did by unleashing the, the curse of the Black Pearl. 
But let me argue this. I would say well, that was only on himself, though. That wasn't on anybody else. And his else. whole captain. His whole crew. Yeah, but they're already pirates. It's different. What do you mean they were already pirates? They weren't undead pirates. David Jones is like ripping through people like it's nothing. Yeah, but they're dead. He doesn't, no, but here's, no, he doesn't kill people. Yes, he kills living people. We see it all the time in those movies. Yeah, but nuts? they're like, basically, it's like they're already dead. Oh, okay. And he's just finishing the job and be like do you want to live in servitude to me because they're all dead and then kills them and then remember in this in the second one where he's like you're still alive what are you doing on this boat right okay. he doesn't kill them he metaphorically sends them on or he serves in a creep he's he's a villain he's not a villain he's a function of the ocean that is villainous i would argue or dark the, he's, the he's, sea he's is... a darker character he's a supernatural dark character in I, a way that like most of them he's are just the sea you're the saying sea I can't is cruel. My the land, sea is cold. My landman opinions to the sea. You can, but you're going to be wrong about that. Fair enough. All right. You know what? You're right. It was your idea. Thank and you. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, but like, I, my, I guess my counterpoint is that like, it seems no, like I, Orlando Bloom is do, it has the same job and then does it maybe in a little bit less of a I see what you're saying. brutal way. Yeah, but he's also we, new. It's like when you first start a job, you're all fresh-eyed. You're like, all right, I'm ready to conquer the world. Let's do this. Well, the ocean in this case. And then three years later, you're like, Fuck. Just kill him. Yeah. Yeah. Just fuck, I don't give a shit. Just fucking kill him. I don't know. You know, play the organ. <laughs> By the way, Josh is playing the microphone with his face. <laughs> with penis tentacles. <laughs> um, yeah, okay, so... See that, Ebert? You can do whatever you want with that fucking face. I don't have scrofula either. That's for fans of the Are show. Are you sure? Uh, no scrofula. <laughs> no tumors on my neck. Okay, so um, I would watch a sixth movie. It'd be really funny thing to like... I. I I want to see like Davy Jones do more shit. I love Bill Nye in this, and so far, to my knowledge, I'm going to Google it now. I don't think he's he's been me too. You can put down your vape. No, I'm going to hold it in my hand. Okay. I'm going to Josh has been vaping constantly. I'm a little become, worried. It's become a, a part of my body. Okay. I'm a little worried. Let's focus on more important things. Is Bill Nye a sex criminal? This is so sad. We need to do more research with this. Obviously, this, this I think anyone over the age of like let's I don't know ten, we've got to Google now. This world sucks. Let's see, Bill Nye, me too. Trying to cover all bases. Oh my God, the, the article is titled, I'm not in any trouble. Everyone can relax. <laughs> oh God, that doesn't sound good. <laughs> no, I, I think uh, we're, there isn't one. Great. Well, wow. Amazing. And Orlando's probably okay. Oh God, I have to check now. God damn it. Orlando. This is good, this is good podcasting. We're doing work. People are going to thank us. They'll be like, oh, I can like like a list. Right. They don't have to do their own Google search now. The article that came up for him was, we need to take the allegations against Katy Perry seriously. Wow. So not only is he, wait, against Katy Perry? Katy Perry, colon, Orlando Bloom wanted me to go paddleboarding naked, too. He went naked paddleboarding. He hung dong in a, in a, in a paparazzi pic. I don't get it. He went paddleboarding naked? Yeah. And he was dating Katy Perry. And so, what are the allegations? There aren't there aren't any uh, against Katy Perry. Yeah, well, that's that's just against her, which is its own question. This what is see, this do? is why we don't do this on the podcast because it just unleashes a series of questions that I'm like not, the Kraken, like the Kraken. Yeah. This is like the Kraken. Remember when? Remember when? When uh, Liam Neeson goes unleash the Kraken in that movie? No one saw. Oh, I thought you were talking about the Kraken in this. Series. Well, I'm saying it's a Kraken overlap. Okay, okay. Uh, Katy Perry has her own groping things against female reporters in Russia or something. And okay. Josh Kloss, a male model. Long story short, Google everybody. Everything's terrifying. That's what we got to do. But Orlando, but congrats. Not Bill, only is Orlando you're off the not list. a Me yeah. Too guy, but he's also an ally. Yeah. Is that what I understood? He said we should just believe We should believe her. Much in the same way that everyone should just no believe her. No one said anything close to that. 
What did he say? I thought he said we should believe the allegations against. No, the article was saying we should take allegations against female stars just seriously as male stars. Oh, I think you were saying Orlando Bloom said that. Well, no, that's his ex girlfriend. Be a little weird if he was like, we gotta fucking investigate Katy Perry. This shit's fucked up. <laughs> but we should. It's, uh, but he didn't say. It. I think it's not classy to do that. Uh, right. Right. Okay. So he's fine. So Orlando, Bill, few. They're on the list still. Thank God Jeffrey Rush tied that. Maybe they killed him off, being like, we can't have two main stars of the series now be locked up in allegations. Because that, that, those are very recent. Yeah, so him and Depp are essentially now tainted, which they should be. If those are if these allegations are true, fuck them forever. Never be in a movie again. Yeah, and Rush did die. I don't in the, know. In the movies, he's still alive in real life and fending uh, off libel charges. Yeah, it's a real. Well, I'm not saying I don't want him to die, but he should be responsible, held responsible. If these claims are true, Jeffrey, you have fucking things to you have you have mm. reparations to make. I think if his response to these allegations if they're true, is to uh, do lawsuits against newspapers telling the truth, then, yeah, he should probably just die. Wow. If he's not saying, well, yeah, I did that. That was awful. Let me see the ways that I can make my life better, everyone's life better, become a better person, and live in this world, much like No Country for Old Men is telling us to act. Mm, Yes. Uh, If he's not saying any of those things, if he's not saying, I did bad things and I'm going to do better now, then maybe he should be the curse of the Black Pearl again. He should be just dead. We do not need... We have billions of people on this planet. We do not people that are trying to find ways to not get in trouble. Hold on. Billions? Really? Billions, <laughs> baby. That's a lot of fucking people. Yeah. How many are pirates, do you think? Uh, Probably 20. 20 people are pirates? Yeah. There's 20 pirates left? Yeah, that's it. It seems hard to be a pirate in 2019. It really does. Yeah. But I guess there are. And that's why I think these movies are a little weird, is that there's actually a problem with piracy in certain parts of the world and these are sort of like glorify the pirate life even though hold on hold on glorify the pirate life dirtify i think we keep agreeing that these movies make being a pirate look fucking awful for they look awful but they're basically like you can either be a capitalist and ruin the world or you can be a pirate and be free well, okay, that's fair. I guess, but isn't that like that same anarcho-capitalist viewpoint that fucking sucks? Where they're like, if markets are unregulated, then that's what encourages the best in people. Like, fuck that. Yeah, fuck that. No, we need equality. Like, actual and equity, equality, and like real substantive things. Not just like, oh, it'll balance itself out and, and ancient prejudices will not rear their heads and, and maintain power that's structures true. that are completely immobile. You know what else we need? What at? Sharks. Fucking robot! Sh- no, they're they're zombies. Zombo sharks. We need cannonballs. We need cannonballs. We need keel hauling. Keel hauling. Um, we got it all. Okay, so we were talking a lot about the life of the pirates, and we talked about in four. It's a, it's a much more sterile movie. In this one, relatively quickly, Captain Jack Sparrow is caked head to toe in pig shit. Pig shit. Like and this like, is like he's drunk. He walks in, gives away his compass. It's amazing. Right. It, it, it very quickly, like he hits a, a really hard rock bottom. His crew abandons him. He's fucking like. He just, again, literally coded in shit. And I was like, if this was Verbinski world, like everyone, like the entire world be coded in shit and screaming at each other, which is like, I was kind of happy. It was just like a little more like cheeky and fun and a little bit less like, o- like overwhelming. But what was great was that when a man walked, see, this is why I'm glad I'm not a uh, pirate bartender. Yeah. Because when Johnny Depp walks into the bar covered in pig shit. No one really. No one says a goddamn yeah. thing. And I, as a, to get my little tip, yeah. please, sir, give me your tips. Uh, I would have to just serve him because he's covered in pig shit. That's true. Because I want his fucking. You want that compass. want that compass. That fucking compass. <laughs> hey, so Effie from Skins is in this. Yeah. So, so this is our, we figured this out. Right. You figured this out. I did. No, wait, very... I figured this out. Shut up. You Shut were up. Like, you're like, who is that? That's Effie from Skins. And I was like, 
I've heard, that I've heard the, the term Effie from Skins you were, before. You were like Bootstrap Bill. You're like Effie from Skins. Effie from Maze Runner. The Maze Runner films. Yeah, so we, we have an actor overlap here. I don't. I, I would be shocked if it was our first major non-Mike Myers overlap between series. Michael Caine was in Jaws and uh, Austin Powers 3. Oh, that's true. So she's she's now in, in a glorified air of Michael Caine. <laughs> Fuck Michael Caine. Um, yeah, legit the worst performance we've seen in this podcast to Probably. Date. Oh, easily. Oh, <laughs> like everyone else at least is trying and doing a bad job. When they're doing a bad job, you know, he's like, "I'll drive a plane." My, my name is Herbie, a hoagie. I need the script closer to my eyes. Oh no, a shark! Oh, there's a bloody shark. This water is full of bloody sharks. I love you. Let us be married. I do not like having all these one-way conversations. Oh no, a shark. Um, yeah, so so Effie from Skins is great in this. She plays, who we find out later on, spoiler, we've said it like eight times, she's Barbosa's daughter. And she's a woman of science. Everyone's like, she's a witch. And I, do. I was like, this is kind of dumb. And I was like, no, this is funny. Yeah, it's, it's a good, good. Bit. good bit. Yeah, it's good to see like who, it, it was good. It was very simple. Yeah. But it was like, it was nice. I liked it. It was yeah. fun. And then there's like an actual witch who we learn almost nothing about and disappears at a certain point. But yeah, I, I do like, like that the British great. are actually like, okay. It's like, it was actually interesting. They like, they know that real witches do exist. Yeah. And they use the stupidity of the people to like call just women that they don't like witches, but they actually really like witches. Well, they, they're, when they're helpful and telling them sea secrets, sure. Well, yeah. hey, let me ask you this. Did you like the execution scene set piece? The really elaborate guillotine I really hanging? did. This was a great sequence. This was like Verbinski, the closest Absolutely. we've seen. Definitely a Depp trying to avoid an active guillotine while swinging around in a circle and the blades flying up and down. And like, this was really fun. I, and then I liked it a she lot. She gets hanged, but he holds her by her bottom. And they make a lot of weird, like, sex hole jokes. Sex hole jokes where she's like, you know, well, basically, your hand is more than friends now. And she's like, he's like, I've got your porch. She goes, that's my stern. He's like, I thought it was your porch. Like, definitely the stern. <laughs> it's like, is he in her orifices? Also, is stern a boat term? These are boat terms, yes. I thought it was. You're quick. Port? Movie five about boats. And you're like, oh, I think it's a boat joke. Starboard. That's port and starboard. Right. That's left and right. And then it's. Stern, bow, bow and stern, stern and bow. Yeah, but it's just, she's confusing. Look right. at these two salty nautical dogs. Wow, or two dogs salty now. nautical dogs. Uh, but she's he's saying left and right terms, and she's using up and back terms. Look, their communication as a couple clearly is a long way to yeah. go. Yeah, but they, do they kiss in this? They do kiss. They do kiss at the end. Yeah. Yeah. Remember, he goes in for the kiss. She slaps him. Yeah. And then she goes, "Just make sure you're not a ghost." Yeah, it's pretty good because he was briefly possessed by Javier Bardem, famously. Cool. That was really cool. That was great. There's possession in this movie. And again, also, it was like so delightfully short, which was so nice. We're like, I, like they. I think, Wait, what were you going to say about? I thought you were going to talk about the the set piece. Oh, I mean, it just not much more to add there. Like, okay, because like you've a, already a, talked about how short a, this movie. A Verbinski is. level. I just well, just I was going to say the rising action feels earned in this. Okay, where some of the other movies, like in three, you're like, is this fucking over? And it's like, no, there's two hours left. What? Right. And in four, you're like, is anything going to happen? And it's like, what is happening? What is this one had a lot of forward momentum and moves well. The, the, talk about set pieces. The walking around underwater in the oh, massive yeah. split ocean. That so was, cool. That was fun. It was really great. I wish. The only wish I had was maybe like, no, because they really had to keep it separate. 
but like if they could have somehow like had crossing over between the sea, but it was fine. It was good. I think Verbinski might have figured that out. Verbinski would have had people launching over the fucking sea chasm and like a sword fight in midair. Yeah. Jesus. That's where the Maelstrom battle, I think, is kind of a disappointment to me still. Like it's it's just it's like, hard to see. It's hard to see. Everything's gray. It's very confusing. Okay, so we're getting towards the end of the episode. I want to talk about while we have a little bit of time here, our rankings. Because I have now come to, in my conclusion, what are my rankings. <laughs> I love when Josh gets like really paced in like all right we got to make sure we're on pace here well i want us to give us ample time to get into because i'm more loose i'm like a goose oh my god okay well would the loose goose like to begin with the rankings no no you go ahead okay so i think as far as like overall the most platonic example of these movies at their finest has to be two in my mind it's gore at his peak it's not the insane excess of three or the relatively foundational play setting of one. We have our big set pieces. There's great action. We have Admiral Norrington, who was good in the first movie. Now he's bad, but he's bad again after being good for a minute. Yeah. We're getting this sort of like shifting allegiances. Things are kind of crazy. It ends on that very Empire Strikes Back note of like, well, we've got to go get Jack, baby. And like we, we get a lot of the flavors. I think it's the broadest cross-section of what works about the Verbinski era. And I think he is the best part of, like, he obviously created a truly insane and unexpectedly intense world. And I think, too, captures for me, like, this is your best overall. It's like the sample platter. You get a little bit of everything. Yeah. And it's all good. And it's all delicious. And for me, it's all vegan. Yum, yum. Yeah, That's, it's, this is the least vegan movie series ever. Right, Every, right, it's but like I'm misery saying, and rotting and If death. we're comparing it to a sample platter, which has nothing to do we with the movie. We get that you're fucking vegan, Charles. Right, right, right. But this would be a, a vegan platter that... I and anyone could enjoy. Would you eat fish sticks? No. The fishing industry is almost as bad as the cattle industry. Yeah, Google it. Yeah, it's ruining the oceans. Okay, number Remember two. they killed a whale? The, the oh, Japanese Christ. killed a whale the other day? Yeah, bring your hatred of Japan into this. Okay, so number two for me, number five. I think, like, again, like... It, in my mind, like what I like about some of these franchises is that over time they actually arrive at the perfect synthesis of everything that works about a series. And I think five is just like exactly everything I wanted from it. And if you want to like watch something a little divorced from the, the madness of a second film in a three arc rising plot, it's 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 great. It's funny. It works. It's light. It's fresh. It's fun. Yum yum yum. It's like scallops with a little bit of lemon on it and butter. I'd eat that. Yum yum. Um, so that's two for me. And then as a vegan, I actually would eat moll- mollusks and. Clams and oysters and scallops. Well, keep us updated. This shit's fascinating. Yeah. Then for three, I would probably go... This is where it gets tough. Because one and three are trapped in this weird, like, back and forth. Where one is, like, a very satisfying, neat, simple little movie. And then three is so fucking crazy and intense. I guess for sheer watchability... Come on, man. It's got to be one. Oh, okay. For sheer watchability. Fine. I, I, look, three is, like, a, a terrifying monolith that I'm fascinated by. But I don't want to watch it again. It really was exhausting. Fine. This is your, this is your order. It's my little list, baby. It's, and then uh, in a distant fifth, so far back, it's almost wait, what impossible about, to see. Oh, yeah. that was, Four. No. What about three? Three, you just, three you, was one. Then three is four. No. Two is one. You never gave three. You just... I just said. I just set it up. If you listen to this, you said, is three or one going to be in third place? And I said one. And, and then, then you just, and then you just, so what, we're supposed to assume that three takes fourth? I explained why those two tussle for contention for spot number three. And so I just obviously, to, 
I, I believe I. You, much like the crowd. I of, believe I and of, Binsky would like to hear you say. You're like the goat brains at the executioner who don't understand what a witch and a scientist are. And that you're the same. You're one of those fucking I'm a goat people. brain? You're a big titted, dirt encrusted uh, wench from the era of pirating, and you're a fool. Um, so everyone got it because everyone home smarter than Charles. Congrats, everybody. Pat yourself on the back. I'm doing it. Yay, I'm smarter than he Charles. He actually is. Yay, Charles is stupid. God. Well, I'm right all the time. Oh, it's your idea. It was your idea that you're stupid. So you're right. That's a good point. Um, So, and then uh, number five would be number four, which was terrible, like really bad. I hated watching it. So I know. So once again, to break it down for you, it goes a little something like this: two and five and one and three, and number five is number four. (laughs) That's very confusing. Yeah, sure. It's a lot of numbers. My brain is a fucking goat, big tit brain from the ghost town. Wow, that's the dumbest thing you've ever said. So you called me. No, you put it together in a real wild way. Okay, give me your rankings, bad boy. Give me a taste of what you're All right, do I need the, to explain the, it like you did? The big-titted ghost brain ghost town guy. No, don't explain it. It's not a podcast where we talk about movies, so just don't explain it. All right. <laughs> don't get into your intentionality. Uh, or just, you know, rattle uh, off a list of numbers. That's what people want. All right, I'm going to do that first. Okay. I'm going to go back. Go I just backwards? don't want people to be like... Oh, I could go backwards. Go backwards, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, Thanks so it's going to be backwards. i got to think about that, though. This was your idea. It's a good one. Then. Just I'm take the do list it. you already had Wait. and do it backwards. So it was two, five. Hold on, don't You're giving it away. Don't listen to this. Don't listen Jesus to this. Jesus fucking Christ. Two, five. I'll vamp for a minute. This movie three, stars sex criminals, one, and I really wish we'd done our research by Jeffrey Rush earlier. I apologize. i got to write this down. I can't do this. You want a pen? Two, two five. Wow. So a minute ago, oh, gosh, you're not doing a very good job on the podcast. I will I'm just in, I'm just in, in numbers in, in inhabiting. All right, two, five. You're not even writing. Just stop it. It's, it's a it's it's two five, three, one four, four, two five three one one three five five two. That's it backwards. Okay, why didn't you didn't write? I gave you the pen. You held over paper. You didn't write anything down. Because I'm a gold brain, big tit goes down. Jesus oh. Christ! Okay, t- tell us tell us your list in a comprehensible way. All right, so I agree with Josh, or we're, I don't agree with Josh. We both agree, we both agree, and we happen to agree with the same that thing. That the first three, sorry, first two, two is the best because of the, the sample platter thing. Whatever Josh said, it's the best. It's Binsky. I'm going to call, I'm calling him Binsky. Go to town, baby. Because I was like, is it gore? Should I call him gore? I don't really like the word gore because it means a couple of things. Well, it just means one thing. Well, in these movies, it actually is confusing because they Right, exactly. That's why I was like, wait, do you yeah. like gore or do you like gore? Or do you like gore? Uh, and then... Who, me? Who is that? I'm Bill Clinton. <laughs> I love Bill Clinton. Al Gore's my friend. Okay, got to go. <laughs> Very similar exit strategy to gore. Bye. <laughs> That's good. Okay. Uh, five, I think, is, as you said, very streamlined, similar to Binsky. But Binsky, like, when I say Binsky light, I mean it in an endearing way. Like, right. Binsky light, not like Binsky light. It's like, the lean meat. You're getting the lean meat. You're getting exactly what you want, but you don't, you don't get all this crazy bullshit. And it's a perfect time for them to enter to, like, close out the series on, like, a satisfying note. I sort of want to be satisfied sometimes. I don't mind having all these pirate shenanigans with people being betrayed and hate their lives most of the time but it is nice to get a little bit like oh they're married they're married jack's got his boat back they, they actually landed with finality which is a crazy accomplishment yeah like everything it's- gets like we know that kira knightley and orlando bloom the whole series want to be together but they can't be 
they're together. I was really emotional when Keira Knightley runs up over the hill towards Orlando Bloom. I loved it. Yeah, it was great. I loved it. I uh, even though it's CGI. Uh, these two characters that we just meet that we both loved, like they're really good good actors. Yeah, the, the, the chemistry of young Henry Turner and, yeah. and Effie from Skins is fantastic. It really they're, worked. They're great. Uh, so they get married or whatever bullshit. They kiss, I guess. That's fine. Keep it loose. Sure. Like a goose. Chica. That's my motto. Bacall. I'm just starting that motto. How's it working? Not well. Continue. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, so and just like it's nice. We've already talked about it. Five. Great. This is where we differ, though. Okay, so we're at number three for you. I much prefer three to one. Uh-huh. One is a great foundation to give me characters that I will understand later, much like the way Shrek is good at giving me characters I will understand later. But as movies that I find interesting or important or have any value, I do not find it. I think it's pretty boring. I don't think... It's certainly less fucking insane than the other ones. Yeah, and it it's like less- much more simple in a bad way. It's like... It's, I don't know. It, it didn't do anything for me. Where three was yeah. like fucked up, crazy. I had to pay attention to know what the fuck was going on. The set pieces were wild. Even though the last one was a little bit gray, but I was like still like, wow, holy shit. When we were watching it with Felipe and friends, I was like, I just like. Just that gore shit. Here comes the bullshit. That Here bullshit. comes the bullshit. And I was so excited for yeah. the bullshit. And it paid out. Um, but I think, again, like dark, it's dark. It's about death. It's about being sad and lonely and like trying to do your best. And I think, you know, in a shitty world. And I think it's really cool. I think it's very bold for him to end the original trilogy on the note he chooses to end it with. Of like, everyone's back to nothing. We've learned nothing. Everyone's just more broken and sad despite some gains. It's like really rough. And that's cool. And then one's fine. And four is awful. Yeah, four is quite bad. So yeah, uh, we'll say it forward this time. Two, five, three, Three, one, four. Three, four, two, one, Five, four, thank you. Wow, thanks for three. interrupting. Yeah, it was your idea. Well, and that concludes our pirates cool. coverage. We've we've done a pretty exhaustive rundown of these movies. I have to say, you know, again, if you haven't watched these, I really recommend it. I think five is a great fit for finale to the to the first three. Four, you can skip. You know, I've I've said it before. Yeah, I'm gonna say it again. Oh, this podcast. Oh, this fucking podcast. Because I never would watch these movies. And you can join us for our next series, which we're finally going to do Die Hard. It's finally going to do last. Die Hard. We're doing no, Die no, Hard. no. We we just I, no. I know that we had this bit, but we actually we actually you're do. retiring the bit just for now. There goes the bit. I'm... No, the, the, you you bring it down. Oh, you don't hoist it. Oh, the flag. At half-mast. Put your Jolly Rogers at half-mast. We're not doing Die Hard. What's up next, Charles? Let's actually do on For Real. Let's do it for we'll real. A real, the, a real promo. We'll come back to the bit later. We are lining up our coverage of a series that is beloved for a much, much anticipated sixth film, which everyone has been excited about. That's right. Terminator 6 is coming out, so we're doing the Terminator films. <sighs> Get excited. You can hear us bitch about T2, wax rhapsodic about T1, and I've never seen three or four or five. I've seen three and four. Well, I'm excited so, to see Christian Bale. Uh, oh, another, right? Another bad man? We'll look into it in the next one. Well, look, this is when will it end. We're the best podcast of all time. I Googled it. <laughs>